Hello and welcome to episode four of Married Not Friends podcast. I am Mary Pat Ward and with me is my husband Douglas Dougie Ward. So we're married. <laughs> but we're not friends. Apparently. But we're not friends and I still laugh occasionally when I say the words that we're married. Yeah you do. I don't know why. I don't know why either. <laughs> we're married. Or I'll just randomly say, huh, I'm married to Doug Ward. How about that? Which very strange to you for some reason. It is. Did you get any... So, um, I'm going to just start off with the story, then we'll get into our structure. But So, we were going grocery shopping uh, at the Walmarts. Am I allowed to do that, or do you get in trouble for that? I don't... Like, they care. Yeah. And... <laughs> They don't care. Uh, and when you go grocery shopping at Walmart, you could also go clothes shopping. I mean, it's just, you could buy anything you want at that store. So we started off, we had the Odyssey. I went board games because I'm obsessed with board games, right? And mm -hmm. uh, and you and Iz had gone. And we're like, look at all these cool board games, but we didn't buy any. <laughs> look at all these games, but we didn't... Pick any up for you. Well, I didn't I want like, to like. Thanks. Without consulting. They didn't have the Jaws one there, did they? I didn't say there was a Jaws one. I swear you told me there was a Jaws one. I did not. One. I saw that online then. Anyway, anywho, so we got a couple board games, and then we got stuff for Is. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you needed underpants. <laughs> I didn't need underpants. You needed underpants. Um, so you went, and I went over to the ladies section. And I walked, I must have walked in some sort of time warp because it was like Ames, which was like the local store that we used to go school shopping in. Yeah. It was like Ames 1996. There were ribbed t-shirts and like overalls and like corduroys. More influenced that I think there's some kind of time traveler that screwed something up, stepped on a butterfly, that there's some kind of like warp in reality. That we're going through a pandemic and we're fighting clothes from the 90s. And it was, and it wasn't just like one or two things where you're like, ha, huh. it was the whole department. It was weird. So I was like at first taking pictures and then Douglas wandered over and I was like, this is crazy pants. At one point you were like, I think you actually own this exact shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I did. So I purchased it. And I purchased two shirts and a pair of jeans. I didn't go as far as the overalls. I didn't. You wanted to. I was. I could see it in your eyes. I was you looking really at it, but I'm to. like feeling. I got like the mom fupa. Oh, which by the way, I have to say this funny thing. Oh my goodness! Speaking about fupas. Oh my god. So Beyonce, <laughs> in an article, talked about a like she had a fupa. And there's a whole generation of kids that don't, people that don't know what a fupa is. So they were like, what's a fupa? I want a fupa. I, Beyonce is a fupa. Queen B has a fupa. Who I want a fupa. a fupa. And I read that. I almost peed my pants laughing. The article, Queen, Queen B has one. The article I read was someone that recognized what it was and was reading all of these comments about what the heck is a fupa? And like, I guess they were trying to look it up and stuff very funny they didn't know what a fupa is she was i guess she was talking about uh body acceptance or whatever and it just said like at this point now she's got a little bit of like a 
curtain, if you will, a little mom fupa. And they were just thought it was like, I don't know, the latest and greatest new like wardrobe thing. I don't know what it was, but they were <laughs> looking for how they could purchase a fupa. <laughs> Some kind of uh, medical procedure to get a fupa. Yeah, they wanted a fupa like Beyonce. So that made me smile. At least you know you're trendy. I know. You're ahead of the curve. I know. Got that fupa. Anyway, that's why I didn't want to buy the overalls, because I feel like my fupa would be on display with a pair of overalls. Because even now, with this, the much smaller clothes and stuff, I still, I don't go as far as a shorter shirt. I'm still, I know some people display that fupa proudly, and I give them all the credit in the world. Yeah. And maybe I'll get to a place where I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with showing off my fupa. Mm-hmm. Just not there. It's not... I'm <clears throat> I'm not okay with being naked ever, so... Yes, we're never nudes. I'm just... I don't understand it. Like, today we were at the mall and... <laughs> all these kids just, like, bellies everywhere. I was like, I don't want to look at anybody's style. Wait, I don't want to look at stomachs. It? Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, adults no. with their shirts too... Sh you know, like... No, well, yeah, there's those, but they were, like, the just teenagers like with, down. like... Oh, crop tops. Yeah, they're just... Out on display, and why? 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 That it wasn't a, a good thing. I didn't ever like it when I was a kid, and it was like kids my age. I was like, oh, that's something I don't want to see. That's already. Um... And it's already. And it's not even like people who are in shape. I mean, I care. Like, if people are in shape, I still don't want to see it because <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me feel uncomfortable. And I've got a gut. I've got a fupa of my own. <laughs> <laughs> have a fupa yes i do no you don't have a fupa anyway i this what i'm showing you right now is a fupa but then it's like the chubby kids that are just like here's my chub <laughs> well it's about body acceptance now i get that but the thing is you can accept your body <laughs> but i don't have to see it <laughs> like i don't want to see <laughs> old man river mowing his grass in a no shirt there is something about, you get to a certain age in this area. You just don't care anymore. No shirt. Cut off jeans, suspenders, barefoot. You just live in your best life here. I, never me. Never. <laughs> well, I'm also a never nude. I, there's no reason. Yeah. And I don't understand the people who are like, let's be naked in public. How about no? <laughs> How about none of us ever be naked in public ever? I, you're so funny about that stuff, though. You get, like, you're super Puritan about stuff. It's so weird. I think it's how you grew up. Probably. Where you're, like, <laughs> sometimes it's, like, to the extreme, though. Like, it's so, like, I would feel like if I didn't know better, I was, like, did you grow up Mormon-ish? Like, there's <laughs> something there. It was just between the, the lack in education. Which, I mean, we had, like, the institutionalized talk. Right. But I never had a talk at home about anything. Well, yeah. I learned it from the ragamuffin friends that I had that were <laughs> trying to chase tail at Ew. 14. First of all, once in a while, Douglas says things like chasing tail or he'll say something that's, like, off-putting to me. Like, because it's so not you. And I love saying it because it makes you uncomfortable. You, what did you say? I'm trying to remember what you said not too long ago and i was just like 
please don't say that because you don't say those kinds of things no. like ever only when you're like looking to like shock me or mm -hmm. whatever yeah. like it's purposeful and i'm like oh and then it takes me a while to like climb out of it it's like there like it's still sitting there i'm just like oh no no chasing tail stop so anyway we're at the end of august um i guess our recap can't remember it's been a couple weeks we always do a super long recap we don't, recap. We don't need to do that but even like recap yeah i don't know if we need to recap i mean people are getting it we're, we're easing into a structure yeah so people can kind of get what we do or what we're talking about <laughs> so there's Dougie has friends that started a podcast, and immediately he's like, they're way better than us. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so I was like, great, thank you. That's awesome. And he's like, yeah, their structure's, like, it's just better. I'm like, okay, do you want to stop just doing this? We're only three episodes in. He's like, eh. And I'm like, this is what happens. No, I'm not like that. It's just, it's, it's weird when people are so good at something. And you compare yourself to it, and I already have, like, low self-esteem, and I think that anything I do sucks. So I see something that I think is good, I automatically am like, well, I suck. I suck. This sucks. Well, I right away was, and I don't even know them. They're probably perfectly lovely people. I was like, when did they start this podcast? He's like, they just started. I'm like, they're copying off us. He's like, no, they're not. I'm like, did they perhaps listen to our podcast and maybe thought of this as an idea? They might listen to our podcast, though. Hi, guys. See? But I think that's cool, though, if it generates that. That's not the issue. But yeah. I, I was trying to, like, raise you up a little bit. Like, maybe we inspire. Even if they're better than us at the end of the day, first of all, that's all subjective. But even if that is, like, a true 100% comparative fact, the idea that we could spur that out of a couple, I think, is also, pretty cool. Also because they're friends for a long time ago. And... I've only been connected with them through Facebook, and it's been a long time since I've like heard them. So that's interesting. So it's like nostalgia, yeah, remembering back in the times when I mean they're doing a podcast about what we literally used to do when I used to work at the theater. Let's talk about movies all the time. Gotcha. Twenty four seven, all the time. Right. So like they, their first episode was about the Goonies, and it was really good. Yeah. And what they do is, their structure is. They watch a movie the one hasn't watched before. I, all I have to say is, you seem more invested in their podcast than you do in ours. I'm, I'm just, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you know what they're, if I, if I put my hand over this notebook page, could you tell our audience, right, our audience, quotation marks, what our structure is? Stuff we watch, parenting, and a couple other things. You're an asshole i know so i'm sorry go back so explain what their structure is because I'm just saying it, you it, seem it, to be <laughs> you're more invest come on babe <laughs> this is what i mean so tell us their structure i was good. just proving a point they watch a movie that the other has not watched before and right. then they talk about it first and... of all who didn't watch the goonies suspect lauren didn't it's suspect yeah lauren never didn't. once never accidentally watched the that's goonies? that's what she says they said the that... goonies yeah i don't know i'm gonna have to listen <laughs> to this podcast you are because it's good 
It probably is really good. Which is all, like I said, if it spurs people to do something, that's awesome. But never, not even accidentally, if it could have been anything else, the Goonies, like right out of the gate, you're going to be like, it's like being like, there was a movie made about the Titanic? Like, come on, the Goonies? All right, I'm going to have to listen. Yeah. I'm going to call suspect. Oh, what good. is her name, Lauren? Lauren. <laughs> Lauren just... and Ryan Tulsey. Lauren. And they're married for a long time? Yeah. And you managed them? No. They just... Um, Ryan was a co-manager, and Lauren worked in the box office. Gotcha. Did they, is that where they met and fell in love? Yes. So they've been together a good while then. Right, yeah. Oh, good for them. Because people around us getting divorced and shit, right? Like, whew. Yeah. Every time that happens, I, I'll come home to Douglas. I'll be like, I, it's always like, this is the couple or persons. And not that we're always, like, intimately involved with them, but, like, in our world. I'm always like, this. they're getting divorced, and this is the amount of years that they've been together. And I'm like, oof, that's like, it's like crazy to me. Well, you got to take into consideration how many years they were together previous to being married. So, like, if they were only together, like, three years before they got married. I mean, before we were married, we were together almost ten years. Stop saying that. It wasn't ten years. Yeah. We're only it's together like ten nine years. Nine years? Is that better? Like you feel better? From ten? Oh, eight years we were together. All right. The eight years. And now we're going to be together ten years. Eleven. No. <laughs> we're going into our eleventh year. Oh, Yeah. Thank you. How about that? Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Jesus. Uh, you're, you're the best. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I was counting from your, because we didn't technically get together until March of 2010, if you will. Yeah. So that'll be, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that'll be, oh, we're starting our 11th year. Yeah. But not until March. It is August. So we're at the end of our 10th year. You're just, like, wishing away time. There's still four months of this year, and then three months into the new year before we're technically where... So that's, I'm wishing this year away because this year blows ass. That's why I'm wishing this. I know. That's really what we're Like, doing I know, to... like, we get to the end of a year, and it's like, oh, that year was horrible. Yeah. Like, like oh, I'm so glad this year's over. The next year's going to be so much better. This is the literally the, the shittiest year that we've been alive, that yeah. I've been alive. I can't speak for anybody else. I can't remember a time where I was just like... You know, it's hard to say that because I've like... Oh, that's true. Yeah. I've existed in years where like I've had parents pass away right. and yeah. stuff. My sister passed away. Yeah. And those are like... But you know what? It's weird because they're shitty moments Yeah. out of the year. Like my mom, that was like a shitty moment. Yeah. Which is weird to say because I had spent... I mean... There was 10 months before she passed away in that year. I don't yeah. know if that was the shittiest year of my life, which is kind of crazy. Right. It was like a really terrible, awful, life-altering moment, right? Yeah. And the rest of the year wasn't good. But I might have to agree that this was the shittiest year. Yeah. Be like, just in general with shit. And, like, shit still keeps happening, right? Yeah. So that's really kind of what I want to talk about today. I don't know if you... If you looked spied my no. paper I, I imagined it would it would come into into play it's because really, it, it hit us both really hard it's really um uh the theme of this episode i think would be 
the Marvel Universe right. and what that has been to us and and the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I think, I feel like it's timely. I don't want to wait. You right. know, like sometimes people wait. Yeah. I was kind of excited which is a weird way to put it, but I was because I felt like I wanted to hear people talk about it. Right. That, like, Kevin Smith came out and talked about it, like, right away. And, like, other people are, like, talking about it right away. And you get the shares on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but, like, people just, like, no, I need to talk about this at length. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that, too. We're going to step back a little bit and kind of get into it a little. Right. Um, But I was just sitting on the couch. I haven't really been, every day I was kind of like sorting through news and some of that cycle is is celeb news because I, you know, yeah. that's just part of my news cycle. Um, and, and I went on TMZ, which I don't always do all the time, but in my, in my regular news cycle, I usually get like a lot of celeb kind of stuff. Yeah. It was, it was quiet though. And I'm thinking now back to it. Why wasn't that at the top? But I don't think I had like, um, uh, what do you call it when you scroll? Not scroll. Ah, oh, I'm losing my words. Not restart. What are you hitting? Just keep going. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, you want to flag it yeah. so you can edit it out? No, this is a good process. All right. When refresh, see, refresh. that's good. That's a real life moment. Right. You can't remember words. Right. So I must have not refreshed because I feel like that would have been on the top of all news. Right. But it wasn't. And the news that I saw wasn't very interesting. So I'm like, let's see like who got drunk and did what on TMZ this weekend. And there it was. I was like, I couldn't even say it. I was like, I just said to you, I was like, babe, like, and just showed you. My phone, I couldn't even find words. And like we always do, what probably everyone does is go to multiple sites yeah, to see who's reported it. What's going on, And actually, right. I think TMZ, like the, as they are, were the first to report it because they always are trying to like be the first. That's all they do, there. yeah. But then like multiple places were saying. And right. Then we started to look at stuff. And it was rough because, you know... Anywhere you look, like, the guy was only 43, you know, he did yeah. so many great roles in his short time. Yeah. And you heard nothing but good things about him, you know? It's one of those things that, that you can't believe there's shitty people in the world still Ugh. kicking around and being monsters. I know And it. somebody who is actually going out of his way to be a good person. And... Loses battles of colon cancer, all the while working. So full this steam. is right. So this is what I feel like we're up on a lot of news. That's our thing. Not everybody, is, but like right. celebrity celebrity news comings and goings, especially those things that are dear to our heart. Which the Marvel universe is one of them in general. That is like a family thing at this point. Yeah. And I want to bring some levity to this too, and some of our history with it in a minute, but I still want to talk about Chadwick kind of first. Um, that he was diagnosed four years ago. Yeah. So 2016. Right. And when you look at the timeline of what was transpiring at that time, which was everything Marvel. Right. 
I can't imagine what he must have thought or gone through with that diagnosis. Right. Probably afraid to tell. Like, I don't know at what point, right? Like, you don't know. I don't know if it'll come out more or, right. or what that will be if his family will share. And certainly they don't have to if they don't want to. I hope there's never, I, I hope they don't feel a pressure that they have to share any more right. than what they have, which right. is, I, you know, just the gift that was who he was and that what he passed away from. So, and right now they're saying nobody knew. Yeah. Which means... Which is crazy because you think of how many people a celebrity has in their life, like a manager, a a personal assistant. Right. And even if they knew, they didn't tell anybody. No. So whatever circle he had, amazing circle of people. People, I think they kept it close to their chest. Yeah. Which makes sense. Because now, beloved, and not that he wasn't beloved back in 16, but newer to the universe. I'm not really sure when he signed on. I didn't Um, go back to They announced him... Right before um, Captain America Civil War. So what year was that? 14, I think. Okay. Because then they had said something to the effect. Because somebody had said, said something to him in passing. One of those celebrities who were talking about him said, oh, wouldn't it be cool if they did a Black Panther movie? And he was like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But that was even before Black Panther was even going to have his own movie. Right, because it was just in, you know, that the Black Panther, you know, first came on the scene, you know, it was used as a tool, right, right, pretty much to move that story along with the death of his father. Right. So I can't imagine getting a gift like that right because we'll call that a gift being a part of that marvel universe the money and everything that comes with it um and then finding this out i probably wouldn't say anything either because the even in the most uh supported circumstances it's still business right right and i can only imagine like if you told a certain amount of people they could have be like, I don't know, supportive and feel bad, but then make a business decision where they're like, I know we're set up for this, but maybe. Right. I mean, maybe he was thinking, I mean, one of two things. I'm going to do what I can as long as I can. And. I want to make sure that the people that I love are going to be fine when I'm gone. And take right, which is to keep doing what you're doing. Right. Especially with the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. because there's everything that goes with it, right? right. Like, they'll get money for their... I don't know how it works, but I'm assuming they get money for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure that he his family will be okay. With with yeah. rights and things like that. Right. Um. I can't... And so, so I mean, there's so many layers to this, right? Mm-hmm. Like wanting to protect your family, having to work sick. So this man was sick. Right. I imagine, no, I'm not. When he was diagnosed, he was stage three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming he did some. They said he, he, he was going through treatments and surgeries between so projects. That, so that had to all be super scheduled out. Right. I imagine. Mm-hmm. And 
And so there's another layer, right? The protecting, the money part, security. The fact that, like, we see what even what you would consider healthier or non-sick people have to go through for these Marvel parts. We saw what Chris Pratt went through. We saw, I mean, all of them have gone through, right? Yeah. Um, rigorous. And he went through it just like they did. Mm-hmm in the midst of treatments and surgery. Um, So there's this whole other layer. This other layer is what kills me, is the fact that within that Marvel universe, and I think in general, especially something that deals with kids, there seems to be, I don't know if it's by choice or... What starts you on that path, I think this would have been something he would have done anyway, but is is that Make-A-Wish part to it, the mm. part that, you know, if it's through Make-A-Wish or other things that gets you where you're in a role that kids identify with and like, right. adults too, but you yeah. know, really with the kids part, Yeah, and you're asked to go and spend time with like really sick kids. Right. To the point, like, I know at least with Make-A-Wish, you're, you're close to terminal when you get that. Like, in the way that, like, you know, you don't, oh, like, the kids aren't always passing away when they get things like that. But, like, you're pretty sick. It's not, like, the first thing you're, like, doing, yeah. right? Like, this is pretty far along, and depending on what your wish is and, and all of the stuff that goes into that. That this man, who was diagnosed with cancer, Mm -hmm. was going and spending time with kids that were dying of cancer. Right. There's a couple of instances. I just, I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. There's a couple of instances. One where he spoke about two young boys, I believe. One passed, I think both ultimately passed away, but the one specifically he spent some time with, um, he had recorded a personal message at one point, right. and then saw, then saw the child at some point right. and spoke about them during press or whatever. And it was in 2018. Yeah. And he gets so overwhelmed at one point that, like, he's visibly upset and crying uh, during this interview. And, like, your heart, regardless of anything, your heart and his co-stars at that point um, are are supporting him and stuff and holding on to him and stuff. And and it was heart-wrenching at that time because you're like, geez, like... That's, like, a lot to handle for people. I know, like, people are like, well, it's the least they could do. That's... For a normal person, that's a lot to handle. Like, yeah. you're an actor, you're acting, you get a role that children identify with, and part of your job is to go, that's, like, heavy. Like, that's a lot to take on, even without all of the extra that we're talking about, specifically with Chadwick. Right. I know that there are some stars that choose not to do it, and yeah. I know that people are like, ugh, how could you? Because that's a lot to handle. That yeah. Mentally, that's a lot to handle. I say all of that because I can't even imagine him doing this. Right. I can't. But he did, and a lot. 
again, it's a, you. You hate to say it, but it, it sucks that somebody who was silently suffering through his own battle gave so much of himself to the world. And at least it seems he like asked for nothing. No. He just he just wanted to work. He wanted to work. And he liked people. Yeah. Like people like he got a kick out of things, you yeah. know, like he was a quick to smile and some of the stuff that's come out now, the one thing had me cracking up with Sherry Shepard. Oh, the yeah, one the thing yeah. where she like notices it's him and just like pretty much goes up and like grabs him around the middle from behind and you could clearly see has no idea who did that to like he doesn't know like oh it must be like someone from like and he holds on so kindly until he sees who it is like it could have been like super random yeah and even though she's someone that's known that doesn't make it any less random i don't know if he knows her or anything right but like she just came up and grabbed him and he was so kind yeah. You know, there wasn't like a, oh, it's you, like, pushing away and then, like, a hug. Like, he just held on and was, and like, those kinds of things. People identified with him. I love his very random group of friends that he has. Clearly, a lot of it came through uh, opportunities to act. Right. But that doesn't mean you have to be friends with someone, right? right? Yeah. Like, Josh Gad. Right. Super random. To, not that, like, who wouldn't want to be friends with Josh Gad? But, like, that just seems, like, super random to me. I think they worked on the Thurgood Marshall movie. Yeah, so that's where they became friends. So um, Josh Gad shared, I don't even want to say because I'll be upset if I say it, but if you have the opportunity, check out, he shared the last text that Chadwick sent him. Unreal. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, he was such an inspiration to people, you know? Um, And so far... And maybe it'll come out as time goes on. Maybe there were some people that knew about it. Like right. when people said no one, of course, like some people knew. Yeah. I'm wondering who that may be. I give whoever, uh, I give credit where credit's due because I haven't seen anyone except one case and I'll keep it to myself. It wasn't like another actor or whatever, someone else that was using his death as a way to sell books. Oh. Gross. Um, that, that no one's been like, oh yeah, I knew. Like, you know what I mean? To be like, see how close I was? Like, I knew and, but like, I haven't seen any of that, which is kind of cool too. That there may be people that knew, but like, will continue to respect him even after he passed away and not use it as a way to like, you know, get attention, I guess, or whatever. So, (coughs) I, uh. Oh, hit me. Hit me. I just... Oh, just... And it's so crazy, at least to me, and probably to other people, because I think that sometimes I think a lot... The way a lot of other people think, that somebody you don't even know, like you just know them as a public person, and just what they do in the world, and it hits you differently. Yeah. Like, there's been people who have passed away. I've been like, okay. Like, yeah. I haven't really cared. Right. Even people I've liked. Like, <coughs> even people I've identified, like, movies. Like, I would have been like, oh, that's sad. Like, you know, like, oh, that's right. sad. And then, like, five minutes, I'm 
moved on, you know, right. because you don't know them personally or whatever. Right. Not even people <coughs> that you, it's not like, ugh, I don't like their body of work or they've done something weird and creepy or like just even people you've liked, I haven't, you don't always have the same feels, if you will. Right. This one is freaking sitting with me. I, I mean, how many hours did I spend just literally looking up stuff, art, you know, things that people, like, shared, like, pictures of him. Like, amazing. Oh, how it's hitting little kids, especially yeah. when you're seeing kids of color, too, that, like, identified, like, so strongly. Right. And how much that means to them, how much it means to their families. And the, the, that idea of the Black Panther universe in and itself, outside of Marvel, how that allowed families of color you know to to identify and be able to share that you see like halloween costumes and family outings birthday parties all those things that i think you know as white families we take for granted because right. we just have countless samples that we could use right yeah. when you think about halloween costumes or you think about we just like it's never anything we ever have to think about. There's yeah. always something out there that I'm identify. I identify with everything. Yeah. I can't imagine a world where like you don't. There isn't a lot to identify with, right? Or if it does, it hits you differently because it's not exactly the same. Right. You know. Um, and so this meant so much. And so I've always been really careful, <laughs> like especially where it comes to appropriation. Yeah. I think it's something I'm very sensitive to. I agree with the pro like the, I know like some people are like people get overly crazy. Yes. You know, I, I think sometimes things get crazy pants about things, you know, like there's always that person that takes, you know, that virtue signaling, like, you know, that kind of always takes it that extra step and you're like, okay, now you've, now you've ruined, you know, we can't even have a nice thing about like being appropriate, like you go over the line. But I think there is something about being careful about that. Yeah. Like, you know, I remember I questioned is has when all of that was coming out, there was a is got a Black Panther shirt. I remember questioning that. Like, yeah. I remember being like, is it appropriate? Like, is can have everything in this world. Yeah. Is it appropriate she's buying this shirt? Not that at the same time you want to support it though, right? Yeah, like, right. but it was like, is this meant, this isn't maybe meant for is, you know, like yeah. maybe it's, you can enjoy it, you could support it, but maybe, and I'm like, at the time it wasn't more than that. Mm -hmm. So I felt okay. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad for it in that way. Cause right. she identified with it, that movie. So I hadn't watched it in a little bit for a hot minute. We were watching it pretty pretty regularly like i watched it a whole bunch of times yeah um that soundtrack is unreal i was like dancing to it like that soundtrack is so good and i don't even i'm not a big hip-hop listener but like that it's just it gets you going it gets that feeling like when we listen to like dropkick murphy's or yeah. flogging molly and you like feel it yeah i was like you feel it you feel that i mean the movie so dougie put it on and right away as an i are like what are you doing to us? Like, please don't. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I wasn't. Yeah. So then I was like, maybe I'm being dramatic. I really wasn't. I couldn't. 
the movie started, and I'm like, oh, because he isn't in that first, like, couple of minutes. So you're like, oh, okay, this is good. And then he comes on, and I'm like, nope, can't, can't do it. Yeah. I just, as soon as he started talking, like, I, that was really hard. I tried, but I, I had a hard time watching that. Yeah. Um, that's just, yeah. But that movie is so visually stunning. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Like, I don't know if they stepped, I don't know if it's obviously the setting of that, like Wakanda. Like, that whole thing with that, like, I get so jazzed about it. And the fact that, like, that identity identifying with it, like at the one basketball game, he gave the basketball player the Wakanda, like, that the the mask, like yeah. his Black Panther mask, and they do the Wakanda, like that. The salute. That, the yeah. salute and stuff. And, like, you're just, it's just so moving yeah. to, to identify that and know what that is, right? Like, not a word had to pass during that whole... I want to say it's like 45 seconds or a minute long clip. It, there's no words in it. You don't need anything, but like you get it. You get the the mask and the and and the fact that he's giving it over and that what it means to men of color, right? Yeah. To have something like this that's a, like positive. Yeah. Um and just the whole thing is just just so moving to me. Um more moving than than a lot of things I've seen or experienced. And I and I don't and it's so weird because I don't know and so we're gonna get into this in, in just a minute, but like I don't know Black Panther without Chadwick Boseman, like right. any of that story. I don't know if it's him that creates that feeling or, you know, if it's the story of that. I'm glad I don't live in a world where like I know any different forever that will be he will be black panther right um i know some people are like he was along with brie larson supposed to be the new phase so what does that mean right you know there's a part of the selfish part of me that says no one can replace him yeah but there's another part of me that thinks that needs to continue in some way. Right. Maybe, you know, and and how they do that. And comics are good with that. Like, yeah. who, you know, how that... But, you know, it's like, well, no one will ever top that. You're right. I don't think anyone will ever top that. But I don't think it needs to go away because there are a bunch of, of kids that maybe haven't even been born yet or will right. be born that I think need that opportunity to be excited about something coming out like this was not just to be like, Oh, this movie already exists, but like that feeling of excitement when all of that is playing out, when the press is playing out and the new toys are released and there's birthday party supplies and you know, like all of that thing, all of those things that go along with something like that. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Do you... Well, it's, it's tough because <clears throat> Marvel has to kind of play the double edged sword of, they want to continue the character just because of the cultural impact he has. But also respect the fact that Chadwick brought so much to the character, yeah. you know. It's it's tough because on the comics, it's one-dimensional. Like, 
when you read a comic, as you know, reading books, you kind of hear it in a voice, like your own narration. When you finally put an actor into the role that you've hardly heard an inner monologue to, I don't know about you, but I hear that that character. So, like, if I read a, a Batman comic, it's always going to be Kevin Conroy. Because gotcha. Kevin Conroy's voice is Batman. No matter Christian Bale or Robert Pattinson, whoever takes over for Batman, my Batman voice is always going to be Kevin Conroy. Because sure. that's the penultimate Batman voice to me. So, anytime Black Panther is represented, I'm always going to hear Chadwick's voice. Right. Just that dialect he came up with himself and and everybody on the on the cast had to, you know, learn the same dialect and sure. um just just the, the the beauty of that film. It was it's crazy to me because you know in the comics that Wakanda is a hidden nation that for you know purposes that are obvious stay hidden because they don't want the outside world to have access to their technology and their... Sure. But at the end of the movie when he's like, you know, we can't hide anymore. We have to share our, you know, technology and our advances with the world because it's the right thing to do. Um, it's just tough, you know? Because there's just that thing he says at the end of the, the movie. Um, we all need to act like one tribe, you know? And that's that's ultimately what I think I took away from the movie is that right now the world is so divided that I don't know if we'll ever act as one tribe only because there's so much like hate in the world for no reason. For no reason. And it's just sad because I feel like there's going to be I'm sure <clears throat> Black Panther as a character will be represented in the movies, whether it be passed on to Suri uh, or, you know, yeah. um, but I'm sure the character will be represented in some form, but I, I don't know if it'll be T'Challa. Because uh. I just think that I can't see more. Well... I can and I can't. I can see Marvel saying, you know, it just, we can't, we can't, you know, because it's it's got to be out of respect. Yeah. And there's just so many other ways they can go with it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with Surrey taking over. Right. You know, for X, Y, or Z reason. Um, but again, it just sucks that. You expected to see somebody's work for years. And now, you know, it's just like ripped away. Yeah. And this is just one circumstance. He has played, right, when when we're looking at, he played Jackie Robinson and what right. that means for MLB, right? right. Yeah. And, and there's... For those that wouldn't necessarily be into the Marvel Universe at all, like right. for us, the fact that he played Jackie Robinson, what that means for Major League Baseball players, for, for uh, you know, kids uh, and adults 
that are, are, you know, identify with that. Yeah. You know, that there's like multiple kind of universes, if you will, where he has made a lasting impact. Yeah. Obviously, Mark, you know, when we look, think of the Marvel universe, that's impactful to us and what that means to us as a family. But that's crazy to me. This isn't just T'Challa, right? Yeah. Like this is, there's so much that he has done, his body of work, you know. Because um, he was James Brown. He was James He was Jackie Brown. Robinson. Jackie Robinson. He was Thurgood Marshall. Yes. He, yeah. he, he hit a lot of... Um, culturally significant people, right? In his in his time as an actor, yeah. And 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 just just look at you know those just four roles. It's it's so impactful. Educated, yeah. Howard University. Mm-hmm. They were having a moment of silence, <clears throat> like impactful to students at Howard, who maybe you would think would fall into one of the universes we're talking about, but even outside of that, the lasting impact of, of someone who made it, yeah. right? Right. Um, you know, the, the, those like threads of connection, everything from Angela Bassett. Yeah. When she spoke to the idea that she had received an honorary degree and, and he had been her escort that day. Right. Um, and he actually reminded her of that. It wasn't something she remembered. And then right. here they are, and here he is working with her, you know? Right. That she's playing his mother in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. How many years later? The fact of that connection with Denzel Washington. Uh-huh. Uh, Felicia Rashad. The, the idea that she taught him... And saw something in him and worked with Denzel Washington so that he would get a scholarship to to the the the, the one it was it a summer program at Oxford? Yeah. Or no, it was Oxford, I think. I think it was Oxford, yeah. For the the you know, their program there. Huge. Yeah. Impactful. To you know, the children that he went and visited and to like the simple thing of the Jimmy Fallon show. Like how crazy was that? Like the idea that they did that as a bit, but like someone gets to have that memory for the rest of their life. And he was touched by each one of them. You could see like, he was just like, Oh, like everyone, he like kept covering his face and stuff because he couldn't, you know, they were saying, they didn't realize they were saying it to him that he was there, but the yeah. idea was, like, speaking to him. And so those things all mattered to him. Like, right. he, you know, he's just a legacy. Yeah. For real. <sighs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I know. I could keep talking about stories, but I want people, I urge people to go out and read some. Yeah. Oh, so good, some of the stuff. Some silly, some ridiculously funny, like moments, um, but some so touching. Literally, you know, 
and on any of the social media platforms, hashtag Chadwick, and you'll see like people sharing things and check Chadwick Boseman and and just seeing all of those different things. Yeah, I figured um, today to so rest in power, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, right. Um, so it goes without saying, uh, we are. Uh, the Marvel Universe is impactful and significant to us. Yeah. In general. Um, so. The other things today in regards to some of our. Um, some of the, you know, kind of our structure is down the rabbit hole and married life and the outside world and it's funny i was looking through kind of like the ideas and themes and stuff and literally in every one of like in the back of my little notebook that i keep when i went through there was something that touched upon the marvel universe in like every one of those not yeah. even like i didn't even put it together it was just jotting down ideas right. so um so the rabbit hole, you know, very much those things that we get obsessed with uh, for, like, no reason. So before, which is funny, so let's start. We'll give a little bit. I didn't know who Stan Lee was at all. Yeah. I wouldn't, I was not a comic book reader. Didn't even, I wouldn't have known who he was. Except I watched Mallrats. Yeah. And there was this, like, random guy that, like, people were making a big deal out of. Like, Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, and that's the first time I experienced that. And outside of Kevin Smith and his obsession obsession with, like, comic books and what they meant to him. Yeah. And you would see that in his movies and stuff. Literally no other connection to comic books until we started going together. So the first... It's so weird when we get into this because the first five and a half years of Isabella's life, there was no comic book connection. Right. There was nothing, you know, in regards to superheroes, no. Nothing like that in our lives. Yeah. Until Douglas entered the scene. <laughs> and now... I have that effect on people. <laughs> and now I can't imagine... Our world without it. Yeah. I can't imagine Iz's childhood yeah. without the influence of comic books. Right. But that wouldn't have happened without you, which is crazy. Like, when you think about how much that has influenced her, because the first time, when you think about we have a child that's going to be an art major, and when you go back to those first drawings of hers where it was her drawing something, not coloring in something, but, like, where she cared and she wasn't forced to, like, draw something, yeah. it was comic book characters for you. Right. She did a series of pictures uh -huh. of comic book characters. That was the first time she ever did anything like that. Yeah. So before we kind of get into that and the impact that it had... For us as a family, I would love to go back and hear how you started. I know we talked about some of it, but it would yeah. be kind of cool to um, to talk about 
I know that, uh... So, as a kid, um, my brothers always had, like, a collection. Like, I remember my oldest brother having a bottle cap collection. That was, like, early 80s. And then he went to baseball cards, and, um... My other brother collected basketball cards. And I tried to do hockey because I wanted to be different. Because yeah. they were, you know, baseball, basketball, and hockey. And I liked hockey for a time, but, like, it, it was never anything that I was really obsessed over. I was just kind of, like, one of those just trying to fit in things. Um, and, of course, like, my team at the time was the Mighty Ducks just because of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember you used to wear that jersey all the time. Yeah. With the turtleneck underneath. Yeah. <laughs> and your mom jeans. And my mom jeans. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was probably just because of the movie. Right. Um, so I remember I, I had a hard time reading when I was young. And I ended up seventh grade and I wasn't diagnosed with a learning disability until I was in seventh grade. Prior to that, um, a lot of teachers felt that I needed remedial reading and stuff like that. <clears throat> so my one teacher, I don't even know if she's still alive, I would think she would be, um, suggested that I tried comics because instead of just reading lines in a book and it's super boring... There's, like, stuff going on on the pages. You, there's sure. something to keep my attention. You know, you know the story progresses instead of just reading a book where if you're young, it's, when you're young, it's boring. So I got my first comic book from her for Christmas. She got her students, like, little gifts, and it was just this Game Boy Nintendo comic book. I still have it in my collection upstairs. Do you really? Yeah. And, uh, wow. Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. And I remember talking to my aunt, and she's like, she's like, you know, there's lots of these, and there's like things you'll like. And, and was I remember. She, was, was she. Mur, yeah, right? Yeah. Was Mur excited that you were in a comic? Um, I think she was excited I was interested in reading Re anything. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. And I had remembered being younger, and there was a Spider-Man cartoon, and there was a Spider-Man live-action show that I saw on syndication. Sure. Well, there's that picture of you. You were little. Yeah, with little. holding that Spider-Man. Yeah, so, like, I was which... a Spider-Man fan from being little, but yeah. that was, wasn't because it was of TV comic. TV-based. TV-based fandom. Sure. Um. The really horrible seventies, like, like I said, I saw in the in the eighties in syndication, and and during those days, you never knew when anything was going to be on. So when it was yeah. on, you're like, "Holy yeah. shit!" And then Spider Man and his amazing friends, and um, so then the comic book thing happened. She's like, "There are lots of these." So the first shop I went to, I want to say, was Inside Sugarman's in Einan. Before it became the Dirt Mall. The it, creepy, knife, <laughs> knifey, stabby place. Oh, I'm putting in that my list of things to talk about someday. <laughs> Sugarman's. What it is now. <laughs> what it is now. I mean, were you there when it was what it was? 
No, I never, maybe, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Could I have been there in the early 90s before it we'll shut down? We'll talk about that another time, but yeah. it was one of those things Sugar that... Man. Sugar Man's and the $1.50 movies, definitely. Yeah, because that was down by there, too. Yeah. So I remember going in, and I remember getting into X-Men and Spider-Man, and um, I don't think I got into DC much yet, because DC seemed a little dark. <laughs> you know, it was like very, uh, yeah. um, and even back then I remember watching like the, um, super friends and stuff like that. And I do remember having like those figures, but I didn't think they were a different universe. Yeah. I just assumed they were all, you know, cartoons. And so it was pretty much X-Men, Spider-Man. Um, and I didn't really stray into anything like, um, out of the ordinary, like I didn't get into like Watchmen or anything like that, yeah. that when I was super young. <laughs> um, but I remember seeing them on the shelves. I was like, mm, it's kind of ominous, yeah. and I don't know anything about it, and it's weird. And and you'd have to talk a like an older person into buying those right. comics. So right. like you're probably like, it's not even worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I started buying comics, and. In the cartoons, you'll, you'd hear voiceovers, and, and most of the time when the voices would be Stan Lee. Um, and God, I could hear his... Just you saying that, I could hear his voice yeah, in my head. Yeah, that's and that's crazy. what I said. Like I said it before. Like, and once you hear hear something represented in, in audio, you kind of tend to use that as, you know... Yeah representation of that thing is was just talking about this is completely to the side she's just talking about kermit's voice being different and right. it's like she's insulted it's yeah. like an affront to her her person that right. kermit's voice would be a little bit different because i'm like more different. kinder about it i'm yeah. like oh just the idea that like that still exists like yeah. you know that there's still and she's like no it's an insult <laughs> like the voice is not the same so it Getting back on track, it makes so much sense right. why you would identify with comics in a certain way once. So then the hockey yeah. thing, I kind of kind of stayed hockey to, you know, because back when I was, you know, that age, teen, early teens, you did not kind of like comic books. You didn't talk about comic books. You just kept that shit to yourself. <laughs> you kept that shit locked down. I mean, now... Everybody loves you if you collect comic books. Everybody wants to talk to you and stuff like that. <laughs> but when I was younger, you didn't talk about that shit. I pretended that I liked hockey just so I would fit in. <laughs> Are you telling me it wasn't cool back then, Douglas? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying that... that I'm it, being facetious it was, because it I know like... it wasn't. Because I would have been one of the first people to have been like... Are you reading a comic book? Yeah, freaking weirdo dweeb. Even that book. I hid because I, I, I would bring a, a Superman book. Um... On the bus, I wouldn't bring a comic book. I would bring books, <laughs> like a like the like, like a, a novelization. Like yeah. they sure they they write stories. Yeah, um, but they would be in like like books. Um, so that was just kind of a way into learning to read. I mean, I still struggle reading. <laughs> that's that's no surprise, but um, it's just one of those things that got me into being more willing to read than putting up a struggle and a fight to having to do it and then you know clerks came along and then i remember seeing clerks and they're talking about star wars 
And that was another thing that it was popular, but it wasn't popular in the mainstream like it is now. Um, it was popular. Like, my cousin collected figures. My brother Corey loved it. I think Cameron liked it, but I am not. can't remember for sure. Um, but we talked about Star Wars a lot. And then Clerks happened in 94. Um, I probably saw Clerks, but I was way too young. <laughs> I was probably like 14 when I saw Clerks. It was... It would never have been a movie that would would have been acceptable, except for the fact Kevin Smith was from where I grew up. Yeah. So it made it acceptable. Yeah. People are like, well, you can watch it. It's yeah. about... Yeah. He's uh, from here, so yeah. It's about our lives, so that's right. like, that made it okay, <clears throat> even right. though it was completely unacceptable. Right. Um, and then, of course, the follow-up to, mall, uh, to Clerks was Mallrats. Right. <clears throat> and... Uh, it, I love Clerks, but I love Mallrats more, only because the central, I guess, focus was yeah. comic books. Right. I didn't even get all the reference. So now I could, when I first watched <laughs> that, I just liked it because it was Kevin Smith yeah. and Jay, and they're wacky friends and wacky, but like the comic book thing, pff, completely over my head. Like I said, the first time I like Stan, like made that connection about who Stan Lee was. Right. Was because of that movie, but the other references, literally, with the, with the Silent Bob and oh, the yeah, whole the thing, Batman and yeah, yeah, completely over my head. I might have been like, oh, like, uh, like a superhero, but not like the specific references. Right. Yeah. Nothing until after like we were together did yeah. I actually get any of that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'll give you that. Um, but. With Stan Lee, the obsession came because, and he'd even admit, and people are like, well, he wasn't the only person who, blah, 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 but he was always half of the creative team that was like, we should do, he saw a fly flying around, he's like, wouldn't it be interesting if we did right. an insect superhero? Yeah. Oh, that's our dryer, by the way. Yeah. There, that's... Yeah. <laughs> the quarter's over. Yeah. Um, so... It was crazy to me that one person, along with like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko and numerous other people that he collaborated with, came up with all these characters. And uh, it was crazy. Again, going back to Chadwick Boseman, he passed on Jackie Robinson Day, and it was also um, Jack Kirby's birthday, who was one half of the creative team of creating Black Panther. Right. <clears throat> so... Again, he he was always about unity. He was never about division. He was creating characters that people could identify with, no matter their race, race, ethnicity, sexual orientation. He wanted everyone to have someone right. that they could see themselves as. <clears throat> and early on it was Spider-Man because he said, well, if you cover his face completely... Anybody can see themselves as Spider-Man. Right. Because anybody could be inside the suit. And you would see that kind of prominently in Into the Spider-Verse. They kind of said, you know, yeah. anybody can wear the mask. Sure. <clears throat> so, I liked him kind of as a role model because he didn't hold anything against anybody. He kind of was like, I mean, and even in the... the late part of his life he was so taken advantage of by people yeah 
Um, oh, I, I don't like to think about yeah. those last couple of years. Yeah. Oh, the weird shit that was going on. Yeah. I, I remember people being like, well, he's not with it anymore. Like, yeah. you know, he had law, right? Because he was older. And I was like, I hope the hell that he isn't. Yeah. Because I'd rather him not know. Yeah. That, like, weird shit is taking place right. after everything, and especially after he lost his lady. Right. And I think they had said that Joni was, like, his protector. Right. Like, Joni would squash shit. Like, like she yeah. would... Stan was always wanting to see the good in people. Joni was always looking out for him because right. he couldn't see the bad stuff people were willing to do yeah. in order to either get to him or get something from him. Sure. She was his handler. Right. Um, <laughs> and she And he loved her. He, like right. you, we watched that documentary, the Stanley oh, story. Oh, I can't with and, the house coat. Yeah. I can't. And he he tells her he she needs to get up and dance with him. And, yeah. Um. It's just one of those things that you you you're kind of surprised that he lasted as long as he did after she passed. Sure. Because I'm assuming he kind of held on because he knew he wasn't done. He wanted to see things finished. Sure. You know with. The things, the projects, is him. Like, he always said he was Mr. Cameo, but yeah, I think it was he wanted to still be a part of his work. Sure, he wanted to to Who see his to step into the universe they created. Right, like right. he created and... these characters on paper, and then he would walk into a set, <clears throat> and it was a joke. It was a complete sham when it started. Right, because they were going to close down Timely Comics. They were going to say, you know, this is done, and he was going to quit. And yeah. His wife literally said, well, do what you want to do. Yeah. He's like, you literally have to answer to nobody. Put something out that you are passionate about. Sure. And... She was already at that point like, I know you're not going to make a lot of money off this. Right. Right? Like, yeah. her thought was like, you might just do, do what you love. Right. Because it isn't like, which is hysterical now, but at the time. Right. Her thought was... So then he did the first issue of Fantastic Four. And, you know, as they say, the rest is history. Right. Because... It just exploded, and as time went on from the 60s, 70s, 80s, like, comics, like everything else, has an up and down and up and down. <clears throat> like, in the 80s, there was an up. 90s, there was an up. Like, it's, yeah. it kind of rides a wave. Uh, I don't know. Since 2008, it's pretty <laughs> steady. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's only because of the movies. Right. Um, which are probably the... I wonder how comics are selling now. Um, They're doing okay. I mean, considering... Paper, they kind of want to be like, oh, paper, paper, paper. Yeah. Um, Some of the digital stuff they're doing with comics is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, interactive. Like, if you do the digital, like, the online. I mean, there's something still about collect, collecting comic books. I see the... Because right. I'm a book lover. So, I, I get that. Even though I'm big into now I'll read on Kindle. Like, read on... Like, that doesn't bother me bother me as much as it used to i but i still see the the value of comic book collecting some of the cool interactive stuff they have when yeah. the with the digital comic books is is neat it's right up my alley and then i remember being um younger couldn't wait to get home to watch the adam west batman on syndication that was on and then like usually if it was a two-parter because they did that a lot yeah they played this one part after the other and uh like everybody else, that was my Batman for a while. And then 1989, Michael Keaton came. I don't even think I saw that in the theater because I don't think I was allowed. Because back then, like, kids weren't allowed to see things that were, like, PG-13 if you weren't 13. Yeah. Um, 
I can't remember seeing it in the theater. Um, I might have, but I can't remember. I remember Lois being into it. Yeah. I remember that. I, rem- I, just, I had no interest. It went from, you know, kind of hokey. And I mean, they did transition Batman into a more right. darker character. Yeah. But before that, Batman was just like... I think the only time that I was... <laughs> this is, is Kiss from the Rope. Kiss from oh, the Rope. Yeah. Like, I don't know why I love that song, but it, it had nothing to do with, you know. And... I, I did get into Batman. Um, I'm still in the Batman, but it's it's one of those like you know how you have your favorite band. Yes. And yes. you also have other bands that you like, but they'll never be your favorite. Yes. So that's how I feel about Batman. Right. Like Spider Man, hands down, will always be my favorite. Yeah. But Batman, it comes in. You go and like. You go and get obsessed with different things yeah. or, like, whatever, but you're always coming back. There's right. always going to be that base. Yeah. For sure. But uh, I think uh, after that, it was kind of a lull because comics started to, like, die down again. And when they start to do that, they start to cancel a bunch of titles. and Sure. And then towards the end of the 1990s, comics started to, like, really have a lull, and Marvel almost went out of business. And to save themselves, they sold off a lot of their movie rights to movie companies. Yes. They sold Spider-Man to Sony for $2 million. Um, Fox. I know you like those movies. I, I know you do. I liked, the, I liked them to the point where... But I can't. What they were for the time. Absolutely. Like I said to Iz, like she was making fun of me because I put on the first X-Men yesterday. Yeah. And she's like, oh, this is terrible. I was uh, like, you don't understand. This is what first we, this of is all, what we had elitist. in. This is what we had in 2000. This is, right. what, this is it. Like we didn't have XYZ, <laughs> 1, 2, 3. We didn't have Civil War. We didn't have. She's such a, well, she's grown up in a world Endgame. where like that. Like, yeah, she's we didn't such have a any of that. I was like, this is what we had, and we were excited about it. Um, oh. So, uh, where was I going with this? And it was end of 90s. Yeah, end of 90s. Marvel, Marvel sold out a bunch of, of its stuff. Yeah. And first Spider-Man came out. Actually, was it X-Men? Yeah, I think X-Men came out first. First, yeah. And then Spider-Man came out, the, na- the next one was, was Spider-Man. And Marvel was kind of like... Maybe we could try. And it took them to 2008 to figure out how they were going to do it. And that's when Iron Man hit. And Iron Man that in the John comics. That John Favreau. <laughs> they, they owe him everything. Oh, my Between God. Between him and Kevin Feige, they owe them Whew. everything Disney does. Well, I should say Marvel and now Disney. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Iron Man wasn't even, in my opinion... A B character. He was like a C character. Right. I mean, the Avengers were a thing, but like, you're like, they were a team. Like the X-Men. Yeah. Like, there wasn't ever like, like, everybody likes Wolverine. Yeah. Nobody really likes Cyclops. Right. It was like one of those things. Like, like it was the equivalent that Cyclops was equal to a Tony Stark or Iron Man. Right. Um, and people are probably like, you're crazy. Yeah. But that's just how I feel. Um, right. I was, had no interest in seeing Iron Man. I'll say that. I, really? I did. I did. They announced that. I was like, eh, I don't really care for Iron Man. And then the trailer came out. 
And I was like, okay, I have an interest in seeing <laughs> Iron Man now. I might want to see that movie. And I don't you know, the rest is history. It's yeah. It's always been in my life, you know. Yeah. And the old saying, as a child, I play as a child, but when I grow into a man, I put away childish things. <laughs> nope. I refuse to I do that. I was going to say, I feel like we've, we've butted up against that a little bit. I know I have in my life. I... A hundred percent. I just think now that I can afford the things I couldn't afford as a child. <laughs> so, right. So let's, <clears throat> so let's unpack that a little bit. Boy, can they just take my money these yeah. days with nostalgia, right? Yeah. Holy moly, do they get us yeah. with the nostalgia part to that. Ugh. Cause there's I think, just things I'm like, this is just, just take my money. Just take it right now. Because you would think that, like, 15 years ago, no, I'd say even longer, 20, 25 years ago, people are like, in about 20 years since we have no marketing for any of this shit or no merchandise for any of this shit, that's when we'll make our money. Yeah. Because back then, I didn't have any of the Spider-Man costumes. Right. I had very stagnant figures, very stiff limbs, stuff like that. Yeah. They were like four inches tall, three inches tall. Yeah. And now you can have every size character, every vehicle. And the other thing I really remember that is like G.I. Joe. Is that you had, they had like that, a lot of a lot of GI Joe like Barbie level right, right. kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, everything else was far and few between. If you found it, it was like a big deal. Now you can just find everything, everything anywhere. Right. So that is in the world into which our daughter lives. Yeah. So it's so funny. I think right. Well, we make the joke that she thought she was going out with you for a time. Yeah. I don't care if you break up with him. I'm not breaking up with him. Yeah. Which she'll cringe now. That's, like, horrifying to her. But that's... She couldn't wait to please you. Right. Like, and... And, you know, you were very much about... I hear her. Yeah, she's walking down the stairs. She's she can, she can sense that she's yeah, being, being talked, talked about. about. She knows. Yeah. Um, the idea that, like, what that connection would be for you guys. Yeah. Um, and like I said, going back to that so that we could move forward is, is the idea that, like I said, it wasn't about coloring or, or anything like, you know, but like she went out of her way to make those characters for you. That was the mm -hmm. first time she really drew anything like that. Right. She made a series. It was Iron Man. Who Spider -Man. else was it? Spider-Man. Batman, Batman, Joker, Joker, um, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern. Yes, and yeah. it was on like yellow notebook paper, right? Yeah, I still like, have them. And some of them we had framed for a while. Yeah. And it was it was born out of that. Um, I think she was the only six year old who could recite the Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So. So all of those kind of things, and that was to build that relationship between you guys. And it was something outside of me. Because remember, like, I wasn't, it took a while for you me to, You were very like, resistant because I think you thought you were impeding on something we were bonding over. Yes. And I, 
it wasn't and it, the idea of comics and that kind of thing i like the excitement of it like mm. the movie premiere and like the the stuff and is would get excited so that stuff was exciting to me yeah not until chris evans came <laughs> out of the thing that made him captain america was i was like Wait a second. <laughs> there might be something to this. What is happening right now? <laughs> I audibly, I audibly gasped in the movie theater. I was like, <gasps> like what is happening right now? That was crazy. I Captain America definitely was my favorite for a hot minute, for sure. I love that movie though in that time period though, because I love that vintagey time period, right? World War Two. That kind of stuff is in my wheelhouse, so I think that made it easier for me to identify with. Right. And Chris Evans, let's not. And I thought it was so cool, too, though, The at that time, the CGI of how they made him the before and after. Like, he really looked like that. Like, right. I, if I didn't know who he was, I would have thought that was like a real person into what they had him as. I just thought that was so cool. Um, she, I know what writing. she's writing something down annoying she wants us to talk about stanley signing her shield yes i know that's gonna happen we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna get to that we're god. getting there god god it's always about her seriously what you... oh yeah we'll get there too oh i don't know i you, can't read her writing they so. know you can talk like you, you can, can talk. talk hi why are you waving i don't know i can't see you <laughs> what um, it's not live either. No one's going to respond. Oh, I'm just saying hi, Mom. What did you think? Hi. It was like a conference call with people? <laughs> yes. We have like one of those things, and Hello. then we're going to sell you knives. Tupperware. It's a Tupperware party. <laughs> Come on, is. It was, yeah, it was one of those things her and I bonded over. and Yeah. Um, I would get... <laughs> uh, you coined the phrase, Ducky Warbucks, because yeah. I was still... I was still bachelor mode, so I didn't really have any responsibility and or bills. Yeah. So <laughs> I had a ton of, of uh, expendable... Disposable dis income. Disposable income. And uh, I would come on weekends and yeah. be a person that I probably shouldn't have been in Just hindsight. Purchasing Just shit. Just getting her stuff all over the place. Best years of my life. <laughs> She profited. She yeah, profited maybe. well. Um, but she, uh... Dougie Warbucks, that's <laughs> what you were. You would just sweep in on the weekends. We'd go to Red Robin, the most expensive hamburger ever. I immediately get sick from it. Immediately. She would get so excited. She would throw up everything you fed her. Yeah. All I get pictures her in her little, uh, raincoat. She had that raincoat. The purple with raincoat. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... Always, like, carrying some sort of balloon that we got from some sort yes. of outing. Like, she just always had, like, the accoutrement that went with the Dougie Warbucks time. Like a sad version of Georgie. Um, so. so it, Georgie is a sad version yes. of Georgie. So that really became your, it started off as your opportunity to bond. Right. But then, you know, I kind of got into it too with the movies and the different things it was stuff that she would get excited about so we could buy her those kind of things and yeah. it, were, it was just those moments so 
Was it the first year we were together that we went to Comic-Con, just you and I? Yes. Then was it the second no. year we were together, we, third year? We waited a while because she was still young. She was still young. But yeah. it wasn't that long. No, it wasn't that long. Because she's little. She's still little in that picture. In that yeah. picture. Yeah. So I don't think, so if we went in 10, maybe it was 12. Because it was before yeah, we I moved say, into the I house. I want to say 12 or 13. Yeah. Because I remember, it might have been 12. It might have been 12. Because I remember Florida wasn't long after we went to Comic-Con. Gotcha. Um, but I had heard, as they announced in Wizard World in Philadelphia, that Stan Lee was going to be it. It was going to be there. Yes. And I said to you, I was like, I don't care what's happening. We're going there. <laughs> yes. I'm getting an autograph from Stan Lee. Yes. I'm being graced with the presence because I felt like I, I needed to do that at least once in my life. Yes. And uh, we went to Comic-Con that year. We did. And, that uh, was the first time Is Iz was in, I was going to call you Isabella, and then I knew that you'd be like, uh, um, that she went to Philly. Yeah. Because really? we dressed you as Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. Adams. I remember that. And we took pictures. Uh -huh. And then you get, back then, I mean, you're still nuts, but like your anxiety and stuff, we had a watch with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, she's going to be overwhelmed. I know she's going to be overwhelmed. And it's funny because we parked someplace, and when we walked out, it was literally like we walked out into a, a panel of watchmen because there was like a guy with a sign saying, the end is near. Yes. And I'm like so talking we, into a microphone, and I'm like, oh, this is great. This so is... we parked in the garage. It was like catty corner to the convention center. Yes. We were like, you couldn't get much closer. Right. Um, and she was dressed up and so, like, cute. She looked like mm -hmm. Wednesday Adams. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> to get her to, like, be a part of that. And we literally stepped out of the garage, and the guy was on a soapbox. Yeah. Talking about how the end of the world was happening. And is a child beyond her years. We're like, another kid her age, it would be noise. They yeah. wouldn't be paying attention. I knew she would internalize that. She'd lock in. And she was like... I was like, oh, God, we're not going to even be able to make it into Comic-Con. She's going to, like, run back to the car and, like, lock the door. <laughs> but we got her into Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. And, of course, everyone thought she was, like, the, it became the Isabella show. Right. With Comic-Con. Right. I remember people were yelling, we love you, Wednesday Adams," And I'm like, yes. okay. So. She, we, wanted, she wanted the attention without the attention. Yes. Yes. So random and weird. Were you gonna go <clears throat> into that, into the bathroom downstairs? No, I needed socks. <laughs> Why do you need socks? Oh, oh your things are coming oh, off. Stop. Yeah, you need We're to not... wear. You need stop. To wear. Yes. Stop. Go, go put socks on. She's got weird little feet. Anyway, so we went into the convention center, and it was we did our thing for a while. Is brought with her, so at that point she had started drawing things, and uh, I was just making this joke not too long ago. There was a period of time where <clears> Is <throat> even, you know, she didn't get as much stuff throughout the year until that uh, Dougie Warbucks came along, but like Christmas, birthdays, a little bit spoiled from family and me and things like that. So she had, like, lots of toys and stuff like this. This wasn't a kid that was, like, sleeping on a mat in a corner someplace. Right. But she went through this period of time where she, like, didn't want to play with her regular toys. 
<clears throat> she like drew the toy she wanted to play with. Right. So like instead of like she would have a play pocketbook, but she wouldn't play with that. She would make a pocketbook out of paper and like draw the stuff and then like cut it out and put it in this like staple things together and like put the stuff in this like fake Thing. And it was always a daycare because she, I don't think she had access to any of that stuff. Yeah. So she'd always make it like she was in prison. Like yeah. she would just make this rigmarole. Yeah, she made like a paper laptop at one yeah. point. I'm like, Isabella, we have a computer. But she made like a paper one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she made a shield. Yeah. Which you and the shield so she made a shield a i wanted paper. i wanted to buy her a shield yes i wanted it to be yes thing. but that i didn't allow that because at that you're point crazy so she made a shield mm -hmm. what nothing why are you looking is she know. drinking out of the oh can you just what oh she's drinking out of the bailey's cup why does that upset you, can you just no but i'm asking why does it upset you that's for my drinks oh did i have once a year I know. Anyway, you don't even drink Bailey's out of it. It says Bailey's on it. Shh. Anyway, hashtag Bailey's. Um, where was it? Oh, so she made one, and with the little hand holder, and she was she had it with her. Did she? Did we think she was gonna get it signed? Yes. Okay. Yes, I we, couldn't we, remember we, that part. We did plan that. That yes. was planned. So she had that with her. <clears throat> So, we get in line. The first part was the autographing part. Yes. So, we got in line for that. And then it became time for you to 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 meet with Mr. Lee. Yeah. And what happened? What so, did I do? I know. You're amazing. You're an amazing person. I am an amazing person. I took the best picture. Right best in hindsight you're lucky i took that picture yeah um took a very fantastic uh, moment moment yes. yes thank you i, I Do don't you smell toast shut man? up isabella <laughs> so yes so it was just a moment into which and i think because it wasn't staged. You didn't realize I was doing it. Because mm -hmm. I kind of like walked ahead of you into the side, figuring to get like whatever was being signed to capture that. Yeah. So it could be like, oh, look, this is like a the, thing yeah. that goes with it. But there was a moment where you were exchanging, and I honestly wasn't paying, paying attention to what was being said. Yeah. You were exchanging a moment with him, and he looked up and smiled at you. And I was like, click. <laughs> And you both, it was just such a genuine moment. Yeah. It wasn't a staged Aww. moment. And that, I'm so very glad for that. And yeah. like, I'm not like, oh, you know, it was just one of those things. I was hoping to get a picture of him signing something. Yeah. What are you doing? No, you're not going to sit here and eat at the table. <laughs> okay, I'll wait. You're like a little gremlin. Every time, like, when she's in the kitchen and we're in the living room, we hear like, like constantly oh my goodness anyway but i'm so very glad that we had that that moment right so is was before me and got her shield signed and he do you remember him saying that to you what he said to you I don't, yeah you don't remember so and you don't nice remember because you weren't paying attention no I he didn't say nice shield 
He signed it and he said, this will protect you forever. He did not. He did. Oh, my heart. Oh. Why didn't I video it? I don't know. Why oh, maybe my phone didn't do that, that at that point. I don't remember what the phones were like at that point. It might have been like, right. I don't think I had video on my phone. Oh, I'm going to cry. But, yeah, he said, said this will protect you forever. Oh, my goodness. He thought, I know, I remember <sighs> the exchange being, this is adorable, because right. it was a little girl. Yeah. Right, and Iz was all, like, missing teeth and... Curls. And, and it was before little kids, like, in comics were cool, by the way. What? No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Just like you discovered Queen. Stop. <laughs> Let me have my shh, moment. Shh. This isn't about you. So, shh. With your weird, oh, God. Oh, her energy just puts me off right away. Um, but it was like a cute moment. Right. And you had, you had missed the picture. I had missed the picture. And I felt bad. Thanks, Mom. But you got my picture. I which did. Which is great. Yes. So I felt bad, so I, along I had purchased a picture with, with them. Yeah. So with the picture, you could have up to two people. I said, well, she can come and take a picture with me. I was like, since she missed the moment. Um, so she did, and it literally turned into a picture of Isabella with Stanley and a weird fat guy <laughs> lumbering over them both. I love that. So we didn't know, like, we were jazzed about seeing that picture. I... More than getting video of you experiencing Stanley or is experiencing Stanley, was the moment into which you saw the picture. Yeah. Is which I wish I had on video. You were crestfallen. Yeah. You're like, you are so like. Because he has like his arm around her, he and has, he's like, oh my god, it's this older man looking like grandpa and granddaughter. She's holding the shield into which. His name now is emblazoned. Like, he signed the shield. Yeah. It's in the picture. And they're just, like, wrapped up in each other. His arm is around her. She's got this big shit-eating grin on her face. <laughs> like, like, knowing... the evil... The evil, <laughs> I'm stealing this. Like, I'm, like, knowing that you're stealing Dougie's thunder. And Dougie's just, like, hovering in the back, looking like... If you're like, is he going to molest them? Is he going to kill them? What is happening? Wow, you just went right for it, did you? Well, because that was the joke that we made about it. Right. Like, it looked like you were going to steal them. For, right. for some nefarious reason in the background. All right. Hysterical. So, we get home, and that picture disappears. It does. It does for, for quite years. a while. For until years, it I was talking about it at some point and made you bring it out. bring it out. <laughs> But it was gone for a period of time. Yeah. <laughs> Can I take that photo? No. I don't have so hysterical. In public. That was such a funny be... moment. You were so upset. Yeah. But then you saw the picture that I, which would have been better anyway, because right. it wasn't a forced moment. It wasn't right. like, oh, I paid for you to smile in this picture. Right. It was just a genuine moment. Right. Um, that was also, you're welcome. What did I tell you to do that day? Is to get his name on something so you could turn it into a, hmm? I don't remember. A tattoo? And you did, and it looks amazing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I was going to do that anyways. Lies. <laughs> Lies. You are not going to do that. Okay. I'm just saying. You can just say all you want. Amazing. And he wrote Excelsior. Which I can't. I didn't even think that was going to happen. Yeah. 
but that was pretty cool. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if along with your tattoo you had a, and you're like, ugh, ugh, I can't, I can only get so many. You were worried about him only signing certain things, right? Weren't yeah. you? Yeah. And I was like, he's going to do it. I did, you were better though to get it on the paper. I was like, just get him to put a marker <laughs> on your leg and then we'll just tattoo over it. That wouldn't have gotten no, that to wouldn't where have I needed worked. it to be. No, not at all. Oh, my God. First of all, you getting your leg up on that table. That would have been its own picture. <laughs> yeah. um, but beside that, so I have to say, I kind of, that wasn't 100% me. You, <laughs> you did that. So we have had some amazing experiences because of the Marvel Universe as a family, right. I think. Yeah. Um, Douglas... So we did have an opportunity. I don't want to get into the whole trip, but we did have an opportunity to go to Universal in 2013, um, wherein it was just a day visit. So we were jam packing a lot into one day and not even like a full day, like open to close. It was pretty much open to like mid afternoon. Right. We weren't there. Like, so that was a lot. So at one point we separated and then came back to or no we were together for harry potter separated for a period of time i yes. can't remember into which the order was but at one point we were in the marvel <laughs> universe world yeah where there were characters afoot um a parade was taking place motorcycle parade and douglas and i were there with is and my niece and nephew now, nephew older, yeah. but, like, they're still in our charge. We're in a foreign state on vacation, and we're in the middle of a parade. <laughs> and Douglas, in his excitement, literally... It wasn't in the parade. ...runs away from his family. I did. He just left us. I got so excited. He got so excited, he just lumbered. This man doesn't move fast for <laughs> That Fire. Was, that was one of he, the fastest times I've seen him run. Like, he... Like, ogre ran, quick. like, just away from... I don't even know what you were running towards. One minute you were there, and the next minute... I wanted you to were see... Gone. I wanted to see if the villains were around. Green <laughs> Goblin, I remember that. Oh, my God. We did like, get some cool pictures, but he was there one moment, and in the next so moment, he just left us. I, Man, I expected you guys to run footed. with me. Just oh, lumbered. I was so... I didn't know what was happening. I've never seen you, like, run on purpose before. At that point, we've been together only three and a half years and had yeah. not oh seen you run on purpose for nothing. Dude, you flew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm fast when I want to be. That was the boop, 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 And I've you were, like, gone. You. And I was like, what just happened? Um, he's surprisingly... Okay. Don't worry about it. That's what happened. Yeah. He's surprisingly agile when he wants to be. <laughs> so he just... That was it. That was very a very funny moment. Um, so that is our kind of our rabbit hole. So as it relates to parenting, we've already probably bored you enough with a lot of our talk. But uh, it equals our what I will call our Marvel parenting. So today we were at Hot Topic. <laughs> is had sixty six dollars in uh, Hot Topic gift cards. Gift cards left. She got a pair of jeans. Oh yeah. Had a temper tantrum over, <laughs> over, she wanted to buy all the shirts, and I was like, can we just, you have a lot of shirts. They're pieces of art. 
Man. Yes, pieces <laughs> of art. Um, some other frippery that she got. I wanted her to try on the jeans. As we were waiting, um, we wound up spending more money in those 10 minutes than the previous half hour walking around. <laughs> so I found a Beetlejuice croc sweatshirt for you. And not on any sort of sale. I was like, yup, that's happening. Because that looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Douglas found a Spider-Man. Miles Morales. Miles Morales. From Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Hoodie jacket combo. Hoodie jacket combo. And he was just like, yup, we're getting this for her. <laughs> and so that's where nostalgia, just take our money. Yeah, right? Yep. Is and I have bonded over Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. and so they know how to, like, you know, yeah. maybe not for all parents that will maybe walk into Hot Topic, but for us, I mean, I shopped at Hot Topic. Yeah, so, so even still walking in there is is something, even yeah. though today I felt like, I think this is one of the first time ever that I didn't want to buy anything in there. And I got real upset and then bought a Bowie t-shirt because I was afraid that I would all of a sudden come to the age where I wouldn't buy anything when I walked into a Hot Topic, I wasn't ready to do that. So I bought a Bowie t-shirt. You've, but you've done that before. Like, there's at least two trips where you didn't, like, get anything for yourself and you splurged all on me. Yeah. So. Well, we've also decided when we feel like, oh, it's not really for us, we'll just dress as, like, our doll. Yes. So that was the Miles <laughs> Morales Cause I was like, let's go online and see if we can get like a grown-up size, as we call them. Yeah. Um, and Dougie's like, no, Iz has it. And I'm like, yeah. what a weird thing. But we're like, ah, like yeah. our little doll. We'll dress you. But like, and then we don't need it ourselves. Well, right. the thing is that like you're technically smaller than I am. So at any point, she I could know. steal my clothes. I know, but so that's not a worry. He was well. That I'm excited about that because mm-hmm. I do. Um, so I'm like, ah, eh, I could possibly yeah. wear it. That was an epic, but like that. Uh, Spider-Man Jack Combo is really cool. I'll say he saw it. He goes, he, you guys, like we know you like, to such a level because he goes, she's gonna love this. Yeah. yeah, like that is like one of my favorite things of today was that jacket. It's so cool looking. It oh is very cool looking. Very very cool mm-hmm. looking. They've got some cool stuff yeah. in there. Um, so that is our Marvel. Like we see things now, and yeah. they just just take our money with, right. with those kind of things but that doesn't that's part of that universe right and mm-hmm. and the stuff that we love now and the stuff that we know that she's gonna love um and the accessibility of things i mean she saw the whole the shaniac pin like that's crazy that like a buzzfeed show uh-huh. and bugar and both of them it wasn't right just one of them is both pins yeah like that like, it's gotten to a point that people that are supposed to be reporting, like, their job was to report, right? BuzzFeed's yeah. original intent, like, their content was reporting on, like, famous people and doing quizzes and mm-hmm. celebrity news. Now, they themselves, the originally, that would have been the reporters for that or building content, are, are more f- or as famous as what the original content was about. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is just... They get reported on now. They, the, right. They like, you on. could buy that kind of stuff at Hot Topic mm-hmm. is crazy to me. 
And the fact that the the girl that was checking our stuff out was like, oh, I have that pin. And yeah. The other oh, one look too. at this shirt I'm oh, yeah, wearing today. She was today. wearing a quote shirt for like one of the famous lines of this show. What's up, demons? It's me, ya boy. Yeah. And, like a legitimate like shirt. Just right. Like, that it wasn't was something merchandise. where back in the day I would have had to like make a t-shirt with a marker. Yeah. yeah it was and legit. made my own pins with the stolen pin button maker from like art <laughs> now you just go and buy that stuff mm-hmm. which is crazy i mean that's yeah. when i ran to, like harley quinn i bought a bunch of number ones mm-hmm. of harley quinn they had lost boy comic books i'm like just take my money at this point i'm gonna walk into a comic book shop lost boy comic books are gonna be there and i'm not gonna purchase right. them i'm still tempted to get a uh frog brothers comic book shop sweatshirt <laughs> Oh, cool. what do you? Why haven't you? I don't know. It hasn't like hit me. Like it's, I, it's always on my advertisements and really, Instagram. yeah. Get it, man. Yeah, it's 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 Frog Brothers comics. Yes. And it says something here, and it says Santa Carla. You know, it's right. Nineteen eighty-seven or whatever. See, That'd and I cool. love that movie. That had a comic book. Yeah. Side story yeah, to it, right. but I never paid attention. Like. Yeah. Like, uh, pay attention to that. Yeah. Edgar and Alan Frog. Yes. The Frog Brothers. <laughs> so that is Marvel parenting. Yeah, baby. Just doesn't she just get to make out like a bandit because we see things that maybe we're not feeling, but like we still want. So it just Isabella gets to. Or like. I think back to when I was. Well, not necessarily her age, but younger. Didn't have access to any of that. No. Like, it was comics. You go to, like, a specialty store. Like, even even the comic book shop at Sugarman's didn't have shirts. Right. Yeah. I remember going to... Where did I get that first shirt? My first, like, comic book-themed shirt. Was it at a con? No. No, it was, like, a... An actual store, like a comic book store. Oh. Was it like, oh, it was a comic book store. Yeah. I was wondering. Cause like well, it was a comic book boutique in Sugarman's. It wasn't like, I mean, it was a store, but like it wasn't huge. Right. It was like just comics. Um, and they probably had like statues and figurines and stuff like that. But I don't remember them having any like shirts. Um, but yeah, it didn't have any like costumes or, I mean, probably those vinyl terrible oh, hard shelled mask that pinched your uh, nose and your yes. eyes probably and had shirt, those as a spider-man I remember, and... like the color for sh- shirt that would say just spider-man on top of it with like a picture of him slinging his webs and yeah. stuff i, I yeah. remember those but uh you don't remember those well, I, you were, I witnessed you weren't alive them. back then well i witnessed them in pages of comic books advertising those costumes like dress up as merlin or king arthur or spider-man and all that but uh i had to stick with the I think the He-Man. I was in the He-Man for a while. I was the Lone Ranger. Which <laughs> was the best. Um, yeah, it was a bunch of stuff. The Lone Ranger? Yeah. He-Man? That gay erotica cartoon for hey, children. Hey, hey, calm down. I have the power! <laughs> Jazz hands! And then, what was the... That's I was going to say. What was the... Who's, what was the bad guy's name? Skeletor. Skeletor. Ready? I'm Skeletor. I like men. Hey. <laughs> See here. He seemed very obsessed with He-Man. <laughs> He-Man. <laughs> well, He-Man and his. Why won't you respond to my call? 
Very weird. Anyway, that's its own thing. Anyway. So, under our married life... You're married. <laughs> See, I do the same thing. Um, under the married life, I just put comic aesthetic collections decorating. I, I like that idea of it. Because yeah. it was something, you know, same thing, that accessibility that you didn't have. Now you could buy, like, stuff to put on walls mm. and, like, we were just, I was like, oh, I found your Spider-Man light switch. Yeah. Like, those <laughs> things that exist. Yeah. If we wanted to. I mean, I think we balance it out well because sometimes on those special shows or things that you see, people go a little crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a balance to it. Yeah. Even that spider I like <clears throat> pops of color, accessories, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't... Some things I think it's a little bit too much. <coughs> Here's the six-foot Iron Man suit that you can wear and says things and lights up. Is What's crazy. the name of this podcast? Married Not Friends? Yeah, let's keep it that way. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Exactly. Shh. It's one thing offering a comment here or there. You're just like talking over us I'm at this point. Guest host. No, you're not. <laughs> that was not determined at all. I told you. This will be the only time I'll nose in. Lies. <laughs> so, is there anything that we don't have that you would want? Not, don't say, like, everything, but, like, is there anything that you saw out there that you were, like, that would be a hard sell? That you um, wish that we had as part of, like, decorating, like? <laughs> no, I mean. Because there's been stuff I've even said, like, oh, this would be cool, and you're, like, nah, like, we don't need to go there or whatever. Yeah, but I, I was wondering I if there I was anything. I can't think of anything. Like, I mean, there's, there's stuff that I like and think is cool, but it's absolutely unnecessary. Right. Like, uh big panoramic statuettes and stuff like that yeah like full size yeah kinda? like big big gaudy looking like like, uh, like i'll show you some but like, like a ghostbusters hey do not come at me it's a display for my costume yes costume. she is a full-size <laughs> dummy. dummy in her room with no with no, no head, head. are you okay there I burp oh. in the middle of saying head. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> and we, uh, the other kind of thing that we were talking about, come on, babe. The other thing that we were talking about, the outside world, in regards to Comic-Con, was, it's funny, because it's part of our, like, this thing that we've embarked on with, like, day trips, weird day trips and yeah. different things. Comic-Con definitely is up there. We went to two. I only think we've gone Three. to two with her. Two with her, yes. It was Wednesday Adams and then... Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yep. And then she wants to go back. I really want to go back. I don't know. They're not the same anymore. Right. I don't they're weird now. Here. It's weird no. now. And it gets a little sad with some of those booths. <laughs> Yeah, it does. I can't, I can't, I like the idea that it's there and that could be supportive of people, but it's like, oh, it's like being in, uh, what is it? Retirement home. Amsterdam and like the, the little districts and the woman's like showing off her leg because she wants to get paid for sex. <laughs> Except they're like, you know, 
you're taking pictures with a guy that was like an extra and like die hard. <laughs> or like a wrestler that hasn't been a wrestler since the 80s. Oh, he's like a grandpa now. Like it's it's hard. But I support it in the way that like I think it should exist. I think there's a place for it, but it, it hurts your heart a little bit. It was it was but crazy here. to me when we were there. I remember walking past one booth and thinking it was crazy that the, the person was there like with nobody. Yeah. And I talked to Jay about it, and Jay's like, yeah, I noticed that, too. John Carpenter was just out of thing, and nobody was in his line. Nobody was bothering him. Yeah, that's weird to me. It's like, it's John Carpenter. So then, (laughs) in the beginning, I was like, oh, that's kind of... And then the last one we went to, they got a little self-important with stuff. Because people would walk by, and they're like, that'd be $25 for that picture. And I'm like... Right. You can't just walk by and snap a picture. You realize who you are, right? Yeah. My goodness. So there's yeah. there's both to that. Right. The last year, I was like, this is getting way weird. Right. It was getting crazy pants. Um, so that's really all I had for the show today. We have like three One, and a half minutes yeah, three left. And a half, yep. So let's talk about, which has nothing to do with this whole episode, yeah. but the food thing, which we've really been enjoying. Yeah. So we made uh, your Graham's, we found the recipe, made your Graham's meatballs. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought they were good. They came out good. And then my aunt said that she that's what she remembers, so. And we followed it to a T. <clears throat> right. I should say you did, because Dougie wound up making the meatballs. Yeah. And it was one of those things that we thought that recipe was gone with her, but we ended up finding a random folded up piece of paper. Yes. Because it wasn't it even, I didn't, we didn't even see it in our first pass through. Yeah. You intentionally got that out for the meatball recipe. And my aunt said that that wasn't even in Graham's handwriting. It might have been in... in uh, her grandmother, my great grandmother, oh, Essie's gotcha. handwriting. That's so awesome. But so it was weird because the first pass through, we didn't see it. We're like, oh man, but yeah. we'll bring them home anyway. And right. then it was just like all wrapped up in a thing. It was like, holy crap. Yeah. So we did that. Is and I made a, uh, I made a pumpkin pie, mm-hmm. and it was good. It was a, it wasn't like a homemade recipe. It was like off one of the cans, cans that yeah. maybe that was. She used. made it. I ate it. Yes. <laughs> um. And made porcupine meatballs, yes. which is like not porcupine meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's just meatballs with rice, rice in it. Yeah, and those were good. Yeah, they were pretty tasty. I jazzed up the recipe a little bit because, like I said, it wasn't like a homemade thing we were right. looking to make exactly. It was like yeah, a jiffy the thing recipe. people have to understand about my grandmother is wasn't crazy on seasonings. Like she would season things, but not like. Most people these days would consider seasoning. Yeah. It would be like salt, pepper. Well, that's you. Parsley. No, but like she has no. things written down that it hasn't been, wasn't overly seasoned. No, but that's what I'm saying. You don't like taste. And, no, that's because like what I grew up with. I like the taste of like right. food. I like the taste or of chicken. chicken. I was going to say. And I do like so the taste weird. of chicken. So weird. Just boiled chicken just and chicken. white rice. Um, so... We have, we're going to make wiener sauce. Yes. What you call me? I know, we're at, we're almost, huh? Where am I? Okay, here we go. So you need to pick a recipe, a dessert, sir. That's, that's all of this. Oh, this one I already did. So you can't. So from this back, like, you got to pick one. Oh. Danish almond cream rolls. Oh. That sounds good. Yeah. And we have what? You don't sound overly enthusiastic. It's because we have a minute left. Our, why? Oh! And then yeah. it's going to explode? Yes. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, sir. 
So did you have any feelings when you saw me in my 90s gear the other day? Did you, did you have like PTSD when you saw me when I came down the stairs? No. I didn't. No. No. No? No. No feelings? No. You know what I thought about? What? The fact that we're not friends. We are friends. No!